0: Welcome back to the Overload Podcast, where we're talking about the latest game releases and... Do we all have tickets, by the way? I, I, I went. I was going to go to the box office, the one on the Glasgow Central, shit. but it's actually digital now, so if you get tickets. I've got tickets. I need to check my spam folder, because I'm not sure my mine has come in. It may have been revoked. It might be a I'm text actually, thing. Uh, it might be a text thing.
1: I'm on the guest list, um, so I didn't need to purchase the tickets.
0: Oh, shit. Got a backstage pass to the wonderful <laughs> world of of gaming theatre, aka and Wonderworld, which is what this fucking episode's going to be played with. Hello. Yep. I'm Harry Mitchell. I'm joined by Jordan Midler. Hello. And Daniel Partis. Hello. Jordan Midler is being awarded the Purple Heart Award for completing Ballon Wonderworld.
2: I was about to say, they say that games <laughs> journalists aren't essential workers, <laughs> but I have proved that that is not the case. Braver than all the troops. Um... Let's just, let's just start, because there's so get much We've clearly
0: We've clearly op- called open with, with yeah. Big Balan. Get it out.
2: So, m- months ago when the demo for this came out, it kind of got pre-memed, because people were like, what the hell is this? This is made by Yuji Naka, the criminal behind Sonic and uh, Square <laughs> Enix, and um, they were like, surely this can be as bad as the demo is, but I had a feeling that it was going to be a real shiter, so I've been talking about Balan Wonderworld to the gang for the past couple of weeks. And then on Friday there, it finally released. Um, you, you pre-booked. I,
0: you were on the website. Oh, yeah. and you were like I was refreshing. Fucking,
2: I was I was refreshing Ticketmaster. I had my bot set up to get myself a ticket to Battle Wonderworld. <laughs> and Wonderworld. Um, and I, I purchased the game for uh, £50. Full disclosure, £25 of that came out of the company and 25 came out of my pocket. Raging. Um, and then I fucking sat and played all of Battle and Wonderworld. How um, long did it take? way longer than it should have like fucking
0: 10 hours or something like that longer maybe it's actually it was- two hours like if you actually know if the if you know what you're doing and have a walk through but it doesn't seem like the game
2: oh yeah so this is the thing if you've watched the quick play which is now <laughs> on the youtube channel um you can see that at the end of it we're confused as to what the fuck we're meant to do next i did not realize until uh later on playing it more that there's stat there's like 10 statues of balan who is the main character and a registered sex offender um <laughs> And you have to collect them throughout the levels. It's a platformer. It's a collectathon platformer. Um, I thought we were over this. Like, I thought we got out of this phase, but apparently not. But no one's told Eugeneaka. And yeah. then you, um, so you collect enough of the statues, and you get on his magical train to the next set of levels. Um, <laughs>
1: I don't do you, like that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> if someone asks you to get on their magical train, you turn and say no. You never, say no, never go you. to the
0: second Wonderworld. First one, you've no. got a
2: chance. Second Wonderworld, you're fucked. Um, and then. Basically, the mechanics boil down to there are several costumes in each world, because it's meant to be like a stage play, so you'll get a costume that's like a fish, and then you can go through water platforms, or you'll get a costume that's like a gear, and you can open mechanical locks. it's a, a fun style. style. I like the kind of that would be fine. musical nature of it. If, every time you get hit when you're using one of these costumes, which... Th- Let's back up. You use six different (laughs) buttons to jump. So you use all four of the face buttons and both triggers to jump. That's like the only thing you can do. There are are, are costumes later that allow you to shoot out lasers, but they didn't program that. So it just shoots out at random times when you land. It's just, there's so much to say. Every time you get hit, you lose a costume. But it's not as if you just turn back into your normal self and then you can turn back into the costume again. If you don't have a charge of that costume, you need to go into the level in which you found it to pick it back up, to bring it to a later level, to pick up the fucking statue. And because they want you to go back into these levels, there will be puzzles in one level that can only be, like, only be solved by costumes from later levels. So it's a lot of fucking about and just going from level to level and it controls so badly and it just looks terrible. And... So after, after each level, you have a boss fight against like this demon kind of character that is a manifestation of the person you're trying to save from each level. It's, n- it's not very clear. Okay. And then you sing in Japanese... <laughs> and you do uh, uh, dance routine. Well, I think uh, the best all of this part of the is in, in Japanese. While the costumes that you've picked up kind of dance around you, and it's to the same song over and over again. Speaking no, of the wait, same they, thing, they don't change songs. It's no, the, no, it's no. The one? There might be a couple of different <laughs> songs, but but there's one that kept coming up. That's like duh, 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 duh. That DMCA, came up like fifty um, times. Um, so. Another thing you have to do 50 times, if you find balance hat in the world, it's a trap. Because then you have to do balance <laughs> bout, which is... Balin does a dance and fights this big rock and then when like a shadow Balin comes across Balin and it lines up you have to press X Oh, I saw so it's that, a yeah. rhythm game it's a rhythm game that the windows are either so large you could fit the fucking Suarez canal boat through it or so tiny that a fucking Street Fighter Grandmaster couldn't do it and you're just sitting there screaming and you need to get excellent on every single Part of the game to get the statue, and if you fuck it up once, it goes away. You need to leave the level and come back in to try it again.
0: It's so bad. I'm picturing a Dark Souls level, but you walk up and there's a little message from online that goes, "There's a hat, but it's a trap." It's it's do not do not walk into this ball hat.
2: <laughs> if they had if they had some kind of messaging system on this game, it would be taken down for fucking mass. Uninstall hate speech immediately. Uninstall. Like it is, it is rare that a game comes out. From fucking Square Enix, the people behind Final Fucking Fantasy, it's it's badly made. It's ugly. But the CG cutscenes are fine. They are they are clearly well animated. They still feature Balin and these like horrible looking characters. The actual animation made, quality is fine. Story incomprehensible. This- there is no reason to play it. It is the worst game I've played in quite There's some time. No reason to play. It. Um, don't don't play it for a meme. It's not even it's not even memeable. It's not like fucking right to hell retribution or rogue warrior one of these games that you can play and fucking laugh about and it's like a fiver. It's fifty quid. The games you can buy for fifty fucking
0: quid. 50 Do not British buy it. Pounds. Yeah, Do it's, it's not like buy I, it. I was thinking about that when you were talking about the set the songs. I was like, it was well funny when 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 we finished the boss battle. including the quick play and we're laughing at this ridiculous song i can imagine you at two in the morning your eyes being ripped off by the glow of the tv screen glazed
1: over (laughs) it was
0: fucking see what see when i was
2: getting down to the end and i needed like fucking 80 statues and I would go into a level and get to the fucking platforming challenges, the platform challenge that needed a specific costume, and then a hitherto unseen enemy from off screen fucking knocks me, <laughs> and then I lose the costume. I was just, oh, and my level totally fucking broke because I didn't respawn the costume that I needed to get through a puzzle no matter how many times I went into it. So there is just the second half of World 8 I cannot
0: complete. Um, it's You've just not done, tried hard enough, I think. It's like being Ben 10, but you're progressively mugged. it is oh yeah it it feels like
2: being fucking mugged i am the mug it is a it is a game that no one should think about ever again although knowing the this website and how these things usually go i'm sure we will fucking end up platinuming this fucking game by the end of the year um so battle in um
1: it's got Uh, a little something from everyone it's got a little
2: something for everyone six out of ten yeah low review high review Oh yeah, there's f- fucking, fucking reviews on the site. Fucking, fucking
0: ballin. Fast. Fucking ballin'. Well, um, I right. also did a review for the site. Crazy, I know. My second you ever. You submitted some copy? I submitted some copy because because <sighs> Genesis Noir came out, a game that I've been looking forward to for a long, long time. And they, when it was, when it was announced, it looked incredible. It was it had a Kickstarter campaign and they had a little demo, which is like something you could just do in a browser. And it just, and essentially this kind of black and white, and gold if you watch soul the pixar movie that has that kind of idea of of, of kind mm. of abstract jazz and exist- existentialism uh it looks incredible ad design is absolutely incredible and it had this kind of interactive jazz music in space it was rad and then i played it like last week and it was just it was it was the art direction and all that stuff was still golden it was still absolutely fantastic like the app, the concept of it was just so much fun that i had so much fun doing it it's like they it's like they expand it it's like here's this incredible concept that looks incredible and sounds incredible uh let us make a whole game out of it and lots of people went yeah sure that's great the whole game is not very good it's 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 the art direction completely holds up but the actual clicking and the actual it's point and click the actual pointing and the clicking is very disappointing and that's a shame i i played it and it was just I was not having fun. It was, it was very grueling. And when I got to the kind of cutscenes and actual fun parts of it, I was having a great time. Then it went back to the, the feeling of having chores. Like You wander around at the birth of the, the universe and put seeds in that creates light. And it's like, this is funky, but very boring. Uh, and also there's just a lot of strange mouse movements. You have to try and work out for like a good minute and a half. And it's just very clumsy. But... I think if you want something absolutely visually spectacular, that's one for you. So not as brutal as the as the Battle of Wonderworld review, but just an air of kind of uh, looks incredible, feels incredible, but well, not feels incredible, but disappointing actual game. Any game, as Jordan says, any game.
1: It's on Game Pass, isn't it? So you can have a little tickle without really committing too much that's true. money to it.
0: I'd recommend watching it, having, having it on Game Pass if you've got that, like if you just want a cool, if you've got a big scoop screen looks very pretty uh yeah fun time should have probably stayed as a browser demo though i will say that
2: Kicking sorry i had to i had to stand outside for a moment um has <laughs> not... how, that has that after we end the game good uh yeah all right cool um <laughs> speaking of i've not got a segue for this speaking of evil geniuses <laughs> danny You're rolling know. evil genius too yeah
1: uh, sweet sweet segue yeah Thank um you. My week this week has been dominated by Evil Genius Two, and I I, I can talk about it now because uh, the embargo yeah. lifted at the start of the week, so I think we're good. Um, yep. there'll be a review on the site, but I've I've put a bit of time into it, and it's nice. I've been looking forward to it for a while. I do love a good uh, a good management game, um, good tycoon. Um, so I was looking forward to it, and I love the theming, and it's nice. It's to me, it feels like. Just a a very straightforward upscale of the first one, which came out uh, on PC in two thousand and four. Could, could
0: you could you remind me of the concept again? It's like kind of it's like an an evil lair generator, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. You, you it's it's an evil lair tycoon. You you build this um, uh, this little base, um, and you hire minions, and you get them to do little tasks that generate that uh, gold, um, and you will have this. Um, one of the main things of the game is the world stage and you can send your minions out to do crime, um, to to help you build your, uh, your your criminal network and uh, your prowess as a big villain. Um, And you can kidnap people that specialize in certain things and you can bring them back to your lair and they can train up your minions to do other jobs Um, and there'll be random events throughout the game like um, agents will come in and try and spy on your uh, operations and try and figure out what you're doing people will come in and try to rob you or kill you and it's up to your your minions to be trained to to protect it etc can Hmm? you
0: strap james bond to like a table and like laser off His balls?
1: Sadly, no. I think there were some IP issues. (laughs) Some licensing um, issues with Bond's balls. um, Just like you
0: know, Johnny Bans. James Pond.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's uh, it's good. It's it's nothing um, supreme. Um, It's it's not like Game of the Year material because it's a very faithful. redesign of the original one and it's it's a little bit tricky to navigate sometimes like when you're building it it can be a little bit finicky to build things um and there's a lot of times where you're just kind of sat like watching clocks countdown um and not really doing anything or contributing to anything because it's like a quick time event and those parts are a bit like yeah but there is there's so much meat uh, and so much stuff to do that that's quite infrequent. Um, it happens kind of sporadically when there's just nothing to do. And there's always p- bits of games where there's nothing to do. So, I, you know, yeah. I've enjoyed it so far. Is um, it the kind of
2: thing you could do as like a second screen while you're doing something else? Or do you need to pay more attention to it than that?
1: I think so, yeah. Because um, when you're playing it in real time, it's obviously slow as fuck and there's, um, there's a fast forward option. But even that's not very fast. So I guess you could just have it on uh, while you're doing other stuff. It is a very right. good, like... Uh, side screen tycoon management thing, especially if you know what you're doing, um, mm-hmm. and you you know you're prepared for things to happen, and you're not like oh shit what's going on. Well, um, that's but-
0: that's that's the thing about um... oh no, so you go on.
1: No, carry on, carry on, carry uh, on.
0: Well, I was just gonna say like that's the thing about these sequels that um mm. you know so it, the first one's pretty good, but sometimes it takes two, just as you two were playing uh there recently. The See, that's a, that, that's called a fucking segue. That's called a fucking yeah. segue. <laughs> that's a that's fucking. That's the old boy coming out.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, we've been playing. It takes two, and we got our codes. The the day it came out. The day before. Oh no! It was like it was. We got our codes the minute the embargo lifted, um, which was funny <laughs> to me. Um, so so yeah, we've been playing through that and um, it's uh, as you've probably seen it's an entirely co-op game from Hazelight the guys that did A Way Out uh, Joseph Fares of Fuck the Oscars fame um, oh, great. and Christ, it's that. basically um, a couple tells their daughter that they're about to divorce the daughter doesn't think that's two poggers um, so she cries <laughs> and the, the parents turn into like doll like figures essentially um, and then you have to platform your way and puzzle your way through a house to kind of get f- find out how you get back again all the while an incredibly annoying book called the book of love uh shouts at you to do things and yeah um i think the first night we played it when me and danny were playing it i was like this i'm really into this that is mm. so clever this is great it looks great hours, like i saw some um, gameplay
0: of it it looks very pretty oh
2: yeah it, it looks super super nice i'm playing it on ps5 um and <laughs> there is uh, there we go. Take a shot. Um <laughs> and it, it it looks really nice especially some of the light and stuff's amazing. But as I'm sure Danny will attest, it's a bit too long.
1: Yeah, it is. We we were having a good time and um the, the thing with it is, is it, it introduces so many different mechanics and emulates so many uh, different kind of things that are reminiscent of other games. Like there's, uh, there's a boss fight that is very similar to one of the boss fights in Shadow of the Colossus. And yep. it, there's parts where it, um, it turns into like a top-down um, RPG. Where you're like a wizard and you can—it's oh, a bit Elliot. like Magica—and you can just like run through a level and doing that. Um, and there's a bit where it turns into like a 2D uh, fighter game where you're just like battering an enemy um, on top of a plane. Uh, yeah, like I was, I was great. doing the battering. <laughs> so, so it's was kind flying of like, it's kind of
0: just like the, the just playing around with the concept of of toys and video games that sells
1: yeah it it brings in so many mechanics that make you feel all warm and kind of fuzzy but it's just getting to a point now where it's too long and we're i feel like we're not really invested in the story because the characters are a bit a bit lukewarm oh they're
2: so unlikable the the pair of them like it totally i have zero investment in seeing them resolve their issues i just i I don't i don't know if it's the performance or the writing Mm. it's just Hmm. It's it's just really not there, and that was surprising, especially when the 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 chat coming out of review time was that it was like
0: something really special, but it just didn't do. Well, yeah. And Also, you guys are like games journalists who are playing it. Like, you guys are like, oh, let's let's get a few hours in tonight, a few hours in tomorrow. I can see I, I we're all in the same chat, so I see you guys organizing these sessions. And like, I feel like yeah. the average person playing with like their partner or their friend, like, would probably have that first buzz, like, oh, this is really fun, and then probably put it down like mm. yeah they, it's, it's, it, it's kind of crazy that
2: at some p- towards like the the there was there's a part where y- you get this letter you're like what wor- you're wor- you work through this kind of uh castle kind of setup, up and i was like surely this is like running up to the end and by the way that it kind of opened up it seems like that was the halfway point and that is never a good sign when you think you're coming to the end and then it's just like expands endlessly um
1: yeah it had real end game energy and then the the fucking book popped back up and was like you're not book. done yet i'm ripping this letter into four pieces and you've got to go and collect the pieces and we're like yeah. oh that's another six hours then isn't it
2: <laughs> like at the, if, if this wasn't for coverage that would honestly be the point where i was like okay well let's just wrap this now um yeah but yeah there will there will be a review um In the coming, well, the end of this, I have to. We have to finish it because, as is the case, like the march of time moves on, and more games are coming in, and I can't just we can't just eke through. It takes two fucking one puzzle at a time until (laughs) we're fifty.
1: Yeah, it it was nothing if not a overload company bonding experience. Um, Do we tell Harry about the the other
2: fucking apart from when we were doing that thing where you had to? So there was a puzzle where I had like. Pincers essentially, and Danny had to jump on a button to make this uh, bridge go down, and then I would pinch it to hold it in place. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, okay, you need you need to jump on it, and then this jump is... on
0: the other one, and let me hold it together." I can tell that I, I can tell and Danny's she, already getting upset by this, like the concept of pu- of puzzles and someone like waiting on there. <laughs> she would
2: do one and then wait fucking three hours to do the other <laughs> one. So by the time I was only ever pinching one, and she did it like five times, and at that point I was like, I'm going to scream. I'm going to fucking scream. Had to do fucking mindfulness exercises to get through it. <laughs> All but I think that was, a, that was fucking... I think that was compounded by the fact that we were just like... We wanted it to kind of get on, and if it's going to resolve itself in some fucking spectacular way, um, to see that, but yeah. Not a bit... pretty. I don't know. I didn't have massive expectations. I didn't really like a way out, and I, I liked uh, brothers, but obviously that was a long time ago. But mm. yeah, In- interesting. It's certainly very, like, it's incredibly creative. Like every two seconds, there is something that you're like, oh, that's cool. Um, Absolutely, yeah. But they need neat- to like the story they've pinned on it doesn't do it for me.
1: I could happily just play the game without the story, just a nice exploration of mechanics and puzzles without Mm. the overarching, I'm trying to get my parents back together vibe because it's, the characters aren't likable enough for you to be invested in that. They're just irritating and the stuff that they do, I don't want to spoil the plot, but the stuff that they start doing in the game for their own kind of selfishness is just, it makes it so unmotivating to want to see them happy at the end. Yeah, (laughs) But uh, the mechanics are good. At least,
0: if you want to read about the potential problematic nature of divorce, into it takes two. You can read the article about that by Ricky Fresh.
1: You can plug.
0: You can indeed. Do you think it's fresh, or do you think it's fresh? Um, I'm saying you're saying it wrong, and I'm saying it right. Okay. But As I have always, no, to Then back that up, but it's just absolutely,
2: absolutely just no fucking self-reflection. Just, so
0: just so I'm making it that you embarrass yourself instead of me, Or okay. really, it could be either. Uh, lots of fun games. We've, it's, we feel like we're getting into actual games coming out this year time. How, how did you exciting. just listen to us talk about fucking Balan Wonderworld and It Takes Two? Like, but you know, I think Ingo, It Takes Two, well, Evil well, Two, It's well, it, so,
2: something for everyone. <laughs> we're, not, like, we're,
0: we're not hitting award ceremony levels yet, but we're hitting games that are buyable um, and are fun.
1: You can certainly spend your British pounds on Balan Wonderworld. I'm telling
2: exactly. you, I'm telling you now, if anyone replies to us saying that they bought it for a laugh they're getting fucking blocked on every <laughs> platform i don't care if you give us money on patreon do
0: not do it great that's gonna happen then fantastic fucking balance responsibly uh in relation to last week we talked a little bit about digital preservation and game preservation following a report from the gamer that was that was suggesting with some follow-up that playstation might be closing some of their digital stores for play- things like psp ps3 and we talked about that and the concept of that and the future of things that are similar and jordan suggested that you know what after all this bad press they're probably just gonna roll that back so let's just see what happens but sure enough they doubled down and we're like yep we're closing it all but it is possible to re-download them i know i know that's right
2: yes so. um your purchases that you already have will remain indefinite and um for if for some reason you have a fucking code for like an old but a DLC if it's still in date from the original redemption, you can still redeem all that. They're basically just closing the possibility of um like purchasing new games.
0: Cool. Yeah. And it's like I, the amount of people that have like a DLC code for a PlayStation for a PSP game is a uh, probably quite small. Uh but yeah, I mean it's quite quite sad, but that's that's confirmed now. And if you want to hear more about the consequences of that, you a bit a little bit more about that last week. Uh also some follow up from last week we've got the BAFTAs that actually had their winners and a few things to point out like <laughs> Animal Crossing got all the garbage ones that we were like we were like yeah that's gonna get the garbage ones yeah uh, such as Game Beyond Entertainment <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> I mean <laughs> that's an absolute even, spit for me even that one I mean that is, that is a big spit big spit but Animal Crossing winning Best Multiplayer. Multiplayer, there it
2: is. That's a a fucking farce. The the fact that they managed to do that without fucking pissing themselves laughing while (laughs) I'm in it is that is... An invalidation of the entire fucking BAFTA organization from top to bottom. Even the film side, I don't fucking care. Your BAFTAs, all these legendary directors that now have BAFTAs, and you throw them in the fucking bin. Best multiplayer. <laughs> have you played it? Have you tried to go to someone's island?
1: Yeah. And that's Fuck. it. Like, once you've gotten over the hump of, of the fucking frustrating sitting on a plane in a loading screen for 10 yeah. minutes to get to the island, all you do is. It's like you wanna you wanna run around my island, mate. You wanna you wanna see what I'm I've just got picturing.
0: The Bong Joon Ho, like want... his eyes lit up by the <laughs> by the, by the, by the, the switch screen as the plane slowly drags over his island, and yeah. it says someone is leaving your island, and you wait for ten minutes.
1: <laughs> and, and it's just it. even if you did get over that the archaic hump, there's nothing to do. You just run around a bit, and you look at shit and then you go home that that's not a game that's not an experience it's just nobody could fucking go outside so they did it in animal crossing
0: but i'll tell you what is a game hades which absolutely
1: i think surprisingly swept
0: the bafters i wasn't expecting such a massive sweep
2: um hades is the only game that can win awards and i'm like they deserve it super giant good lads (laughs) just let them get it
0: and the last of us crew got like all the performance ones which makes sense (laughs) And Kentucky Zero also got the the original property, which is a, so. It's a pretty good win for indie games, which for a, a nominations that do not have many indie games, like they did, they didn't yeah. give it to a lot of them.
1: The the noms were pretty sweet. I want to I want to give a shout out to to Sean Murray for getting a a nom for the last campfire because not only is uh, the the whole Hello Games turnaround thing absolutely incredible, um, last campfire was really good, and I know you're gonna hate me when I say it, but it was built for mobile, and it's cool yeah. to see a mobile first game. Getting a on in a non-mobile category. So
0: it's pretty, I think, it's oh, for, what I think was it that, nominated against? Fucking TikTok. <laughs> so while we hate, we we did not like the nominations very much in the episode we covered it. I feel like they they pulled out a, a pretty decent haul from the for the winners. I and think by so. so no, yeah. I mean, they, they gave it to. Hayes. Yeah, and in the end, this is all fucking us having
2: a moan. Obviously, the people that actually won this stuff will be buzzing and well on them, like the developers, if they get to share in a bit of that. But we we just... love moan. We yeah, we do. Moan. We do love Timon. We can't make video games,
1: so we just criticize everyone else that does it. I could
2: fucking make a video game. Come oh, on, make a video game, then, Jordan. Make Honestly, a fucking
1: video game. No,
2: you don't deserve it. You would fu- wouldn't fucking
0: get it. Yeah, two out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> just don't get it. Just don't get it. We got unprofessional writing. Just don't get it. Uh, so that was the BAFTAs, and at the the video game event of this week is is also Among Us submitted some content, which is fantastic. Uh I think everyone's everyone that's liked that game is was starving, just uh tongue out fucking at the heels for a new map. And the airship, which was announced at the Game Awards for like a big trailer, is out today if you listen to this on the day of release, on on the thirty fourth of March. And I don't know what it's like because we recorded it the day before. Uh, but just make—I
2: I know what it's like. I can—I can tell you. Um, I'll sure what's like. What's up? You—you you run about, and then someone kills someone, and you blame Jordan because you have some <laughs> fucking preconception that he's known to lie. And then Jordan doesn't enjoy the game because he gets to play about one round every fucking two levels because he's always blamed when it's never his fault.
0: That's what the one's <laughs> like. You're hey, right, Jordan. Great, but you're in an airship. Um, it's in the sky, mate. Kind of weird. They didn't point. You didn't re- realize that, but. Awkward.
1: Yeah, but um, aren't all the levels in the sky? Because when you get ejected, you fly off into space. So that exactly, leads to you that On Polis,
0: off. you get put into lava, actually.
1: Oh, well, oof. I have played about um, four hours of Among Us. And Mira's
0: actually That's a it. big skyscraper, but...
1: Um, well, four hours? How many games did
0: you get to play in that? About two? Fucking voted <laughs> out immediately. Fucking pricks. But yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, that it should shake up the formula a little bit and... Mm and should give some much needed content and i'm not sure what's happened but like, i feel like fall guys was received pretty well for the new season so maybe among us will rebuild the kind of twitch following and it, the main dif- difference is that it's going to also going to launch with uh accounts and things so it's going to have actual you can report people for just hacking and and doing stuff like that and you can't just abuse and exploit a very very simple game that, that it was before so yeah that's good stuff fun time, in a I'm very excited to play it. Good job to Inisloth. Um
1: You can um, do it. You can seg.
0: I don't have a segue. I just I just acknowledge that in the, in this next part I want to talk about that we will have to acknowledge Wonder Wonderworld. As I've a got a segue. <laughs>
2: I've got a segue.
0: Um, All right, please. In 10 t- Among Us, the
2: goal is to find out who made someone dead but has has the gaming population uh, been sus and killing 3d <laughs> platformers you Jesus sound like you sound like someone's dad being like sorry i'm you reading know, it's, off about paper i've got i've got my readers on
0: let me it's just... it's sus not to eat your vegetables <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about about Wonder wonderworld and we were just thinking about 3d platformers now as i was playing i was watching jordan play and i was like christ why does this still exist uh, why do people keep trying to bring this genre back uh, it's it's i think for 3d platformers and stuff like your 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 3d sonics and your your 3d Maros, which has definitely become the, the more successful version mm-hmm. that kind of old style that was on kind of gamecube and that kind of thing and ps2 and ps1 as well that danny's fucking worships the feet of I feel like was kind of exploring the idea of 3D existing. Like I feel like 3D platforming was like the fun new thing and now all kinds of 3D this being able to jump on 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 bricks and collect little coins it doesn't really hit the same anymore.
2: Well, yeah, well, I, I I still think there are some you have your opinion, um, amazing you 3D platformers <laughs> like Mario Odyssey is a fucking goated game. Yeah, um, exactly. But um so and uh, on the on the dock that we share you've listed uh ukulele um and i was like what did i remember reviewing ukulele it was for a uh, keen gamer the site that i'm pretty sure uh sells oh, ah, yeah. yes, um, mudded before allegedly um and now i was like well, what did i give that um any guesses what score i gave ukulele a five uh,
0: i mean i feel like it wasn't hated but it Danny, was quite... a lot. five correct Nice. <laughs> a find um, quite rare. I like a five.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I also I didn't review the ukulele because I it was came out before I was in games press, but I did uh, like a, a wee little YouTube review on it because I was I was real excited for ukulele and I, I was on I was on the pre-order train. I uh, I got straight in there and I came out a little bit disappointed by it because um, while it was uh, the components were all kind of there, it just it just didn't hit. It just didn't hit. Oh. No, it, yeah. was a,
0: it was. It was. The point was for those who might forget. It was. To, it was a banjo kazooie style game. That's what they were trying. By to most do. of the folks that made banjo kazooie. Yes, hmm. but I feel like a lot of the banjo kazooie mechanics and movements just are quite badly aged these days. And I feel like oh, maybe yeah. it just didn't transfer that make new it, stuff very well.
2: It's weird. It feels like three D platformers are trying to have the moment that like two D games had like ten years ago, where there was loads like the two D game rush. everyone was starting making stuff, fucking pixel art stuff again, and all this great new stuff came out. But like, the 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 issue is, like, eight bit and sixteen bit stuff can still hold up from the eighties, whereas. Try playing a fucking PS One platformer, not a remastered version of it, just a straight up mm-hmm. fucking PS One or N sixty four platformer. The ones that hold up are like Mario
0: sixty four,
2: one of the greatest games ever made. And even Mario sixty four, even my sixty four, like,
0: has very can have very frustrating controls. Yeah, no, well, like the the I I don't know if a straight up
2: three D platformer can ever hit the way that. I think it'd be interesting to ask someone that was that's really into Crash what they thought of Crash Four because obviously I do not like Crash like outside of like the meme potential so I just I did, like Crash Four what I played of it wasn't enjoyable but did that hit the spot in the way that I would want if they did a new Spiral like was it good? Are, are you, Danny, are you a Crash head? I don't know.
1: I don't think it did. Um, I I like the Crash games. I like the original trilogy. I didn't play Four because it just kind of I wasn't interested. Um, I wasn't interested in that kind of game at that point, but the, my friends that are big Crash heads that have played it, it was it was incredibly difficult, um, and it was just a bit of a pain in the ass because they'd obviously tried to bring platforming into a kind of more modern area, but all they all they did while doing that was make it harder. Like They just turned Crash into Dark Souls and people just kind of got sick of it because they want a challenging platform experience but they want it to be fun and not just hard for the sake of being hard and that put a lot of people off. Um, But uh, yeah, I think... I think the, the weird thing is with, with 3D platformers is that when you see a new one coming out, if it's a new IP or a new kind of style, it's always like, oh, this game is reminiscent of a game that came out 20 years ago. It's like yeah. that, but it's modern. It's never like a platformer in its own right. It's, it always has to relate back to something that's already been made because that's what people think of when they think of platformers and that's mm-hmm. um, kind of a setback for it as well.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's definitely a future for, for 3D, I think there is a possible future for 3D platformers, but A, one of those future is people that make Mario, making genius Mario stuff, and mm. B, people that just fucking ignore the past nostalgia stuff and just go, hey, why don't we make a good platformer? Like, one of the examples I give is Hat in Time, mm. which was received a lot better and also had that kind of Kickstarter, like, oh, it's like a 3D platformer, like, back in the day. But it's not listing any particular 3d platformer. it's just saying it's a 3d platformer and i bet you probably missed those but it's using a lot of new mechanics and a lot of new art styles and actually has like original a property charm and i feel like that goes on a lot better than trying to ride on on, on weird gamecube games that wouldn't hold up now
1: isn't everything a platformer when you really think about it isn't every game with a jump and a platformer do you not know? Button Wonder go Worlds, platformer six, that platformer, takes button. It's
2: the fucking, it's the fucking, it's the may plus ultra of platformers. Every button fucking jumps. Uh, I thought you were joking when you said that to me in the quick play. Fucking hell! No. Uh, uh absolutely outrageous congratulations to battle wonderworld by the way for being the most read article in the history of our site and the most viewed video in the history of our site a site that includes interviews with both fucking Mike Biffle and Danny O'Dwyer <laughs> just
1: <like> so, <laughs> in the mud good <laughs> work Eugene
0: you've fucking <laughs> done it mate i mean ah uh, fucking yeah that was like battle wonderworld really has put another stick in it like a hat in time by some cute indie studio does it but like when the big co-creator sonic goes like this is my next masterpiece and it's that next bad. masterpiece sorry sorry what masterpiece
2: is <laughs> holding to, to the Sonic.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> can we get all of this ballon wonder world shit out like now are, because i, I like don't there want to hear it good sonic again.
0: games but any of the 3d ones look really really bad and i don't know like, no, I, can I, so- if, we, I can't believe we've got onto this but no sonic was never good the, the
2: idea they're running towards fucking spikes that you even see at 200 mile an hour is somehow game design, like, these people were fooled, fucking listening to that, so I've been reading, uh, listening to Console Wars on Audible, the book about Sega v Nintendo, and they're saying all this, sh- from Sega's perspective, saying all this shit about how, oh, Sonic's gonna beat Mario, if you were a kid in the 80s, or 90s, or whenever the first one came out, and looked at fucking Sonic, and played Mario, and went, oh yeah, Sonic's a good idea,
0: honestly, do you drink paint? It just blows no, it my would, mind. Well, there's loads of people. I mean uh, Sonic v Mario was the thing that you Sonic Kid, you're Mario Kid. And that was just that yeah, was just like, the like,
2: thing. It has the same energy as the people that fucking say that the fucking Zack Snyder DC films are better than Marvel. Like, give it up. Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing though. Like when that happened, it wasn't really about like cool new mechanics and the the whole going fast thing, like was it was its whole tagline, but the idea was to not go fast. You didn't have to go fast in, in Sonic. That wasn't the point. But the the, the the whole thing around it was like Sonic was a cool new thing. And that's why people wanted to be involved because it made video games like a cool thing that everyone could do. And like nobody wanted to play shitey, nerdy Mario when cool Sonic with his trainers were yeah, obviously You weed, would have been a fucking knows. Sega kid. You would have seen his shoes and gone, I'm in I'm into that. Fuck Mario. Would a fuck yeah. I'm the fucking yeah, I'm I'm the mainstream
2: those... king as if I would have if I was if I was born in the fucking 80s, I would have been one of these people that gave Breath of the Wild a fucking 12 out of 10. Honestly, like I would have been <sighs> so into the, the same way that because um I was born in 1995 and the PlayStation and the PlayStation 2 were the things when I've grown up that I've fucking like attached myself uh, to PlayStation. Um but yeah, Balan is um, going to be the cool new platformer uh, for kids. He's on TikTok doing dances. <laughs> um, do Talk not follow shine. him. Um, <laughs> do so not slick. follow him. No minors follow, please. Sorry, not to extend this Balan chat on the Balan cast, but someone in the comments for our YouTube video says that they're not speaking Japanese, they're speaking Balinese, and I need to check if this is true. Hold on. There's no way. Balinese. no way. Balan. <laughs> wonder. Oh my god, it's fucking... Why did it come up as a as a search?
0: Oh no! Oh no! Google's like, oh, hotel oh, okay, K—the
2: okay. shocking inside story of Bali's most notorious jail. I think this is probably it. Okay, I think you're not on the right track here. Carry on, I'm gonna I'm just gonna investigate here as a
0: journalist. But I, don't, I feel like Sonic and and Sonic Adventures has like a lot of nostalgic fans. But as many YouTube kind of playthroughs, like fucking, I think Game Grumps was more the most the most well known like coverage of it. Shows that when you actually put it under a microscope. It's fucking awful.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like it's, yeah. It's it's, but, it's definitely but, flawed,
0: but but 2D Sonic I think actually has a lot to hold up about it, and like I think when Sonic Mania came out, that was very well received because it just took all the best parts of 2D Sonic uh, and kind of combined them. Yeah. So, but then when it when you go to anything 3D, I feel like Sonic does not do very well. Whereas I think Manic Manic Mario took that jump perfectly. Uh, Mario 64 still a bit janky, but the way, they, the way they, they did a different kind of jump mechanics and rolls and hops was just fucking genius. And that still expanded into Odyssey. Um, so yeah, I mean, they're doing that the best right now, but it's going to take a while. Things catch up, but maybe smaller studios will do things like Hat and Time. But I think if we keep trying to do fucking Sonic, Banjo-Kazooie, Spyro Crash stuff, it will just not be received as a fun game anymore. I think that's been kind of dried out. Sailor Moon Disney Girl 626 says, Balan
2: would look so cool as a mascot character in an event. I really hope this happens. That would be awesome. I would slide tackle a cunt in a Boston show. Balan's in Fortnite.
1: (laughs) Just doing his little (laughs) little dance. I'm on Balan Wonder World.
0: You're joking, um, but they, they do do Fortnite dances in Ballon Wonderworld. Yeah, <gasps> they're, they're multiple characters it. dancing.
2: I'm on fucking Ballon Wonderworld. com slash wiki slash Ballon. Ballon is sometimes unpredictable, humorous, graceful, mysterious, and never tires of his audience. Um, also, if you combine Ballon's name with Lance, who spoilers is Ballon, it becomes fuck? Jordan. Balan's, I haven't played it yet. Balance. <laughs>
1: Please, let me escape this realm. Physical description. F- Sorry. Physical what description. What form are you on? What is you've this fucking the- Ballin' Wonderworld wiki? You've seen
2: the way this cunt looks. The only thing for physico- physical description on this wiki, I call <laughs> yellow.
0: That's it. Not the fact that his head's a hat. Is that not <laughs> is, that, is that not a key feature? Your head's a fucking hat, mate. I'm gonna start showing that to people. <laughs> Your Tim's dead, mate. Oh,
2: fucking Balan, man.
1: I wanna leave this realm. I wanna an leave absolute Balan fit, behind. Though, an
2: absolute fit.
1: I feel like like I'm gonna go to Tesco after we finish recording. I feel like I'm gonna be walking down the street and just see like a top hat on the floor and just Can lose just my say, mind.
0: Mario Odyssey, hat and time, Balan Wonderworld. Mm-hmm. What was with 3D platformers and fucking fetishes of hats?
1: Hats like platformers am i right
0: let's hey. let go oh no
1: <sighs> anyway
0: fuck 3D platformers
2: sick of them. yeah anymore. honestly if if like if it means losing mario odyssey to never have to play one of these fucking shite hog <laughs> games ever again sorry just, mate just
0: only let mario only let mario do it they can only do it well right now i'll that and i guess lego star wars has some will have some 3d platforming i'll allow that fuck it on the site we've got some of what we've mentioned like we've got the incredible review of Wonder World from jordan Midler. uh we've got some diffs of the quick play that we mentioned there as well and we've also got some other reviews that mentioned my review and there's also a article from Michelle Fall about how how Among Us definitely needs a map editor so that the create the big community they've got can actually have some creativity. I know as a Twitch streamer I watch that is actually kind of working with a bunch of devs and and, and modders to actually create their own map, to just fun. mod into the game. So that's kind of interesting. People doing it already because they're just sick of waiting. So they're like they they're getting at artists and animators and they're just fucking going I'm gonna make one fuck it because gamers people are already modding in things like roles like mafia roles like jester and sheriff into the game which is almost commonplace now so all all the community is kind of taking stuff into their own hands and I don't in devs really mind so that's that's interesting so yeah you can read about that on the site and blimey I mean we've also got. <laughs> i wanted to mention there's also other things we official things that we've written but i also wanted to talk about the one specific tweet i want to talk about the fucking collector's edition tweet we put out because i love reading th- through those oh, those, are yeah. really, those those are wild a little bit while back we we tweeted saying what are the the best collector's editions that you've got for games and honestly some 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 rank answers or i will say some <laughs> cruel answers but I'll say it, some Ryan cancers as well. Yeah, every time we ask one of these questions, it just proves that our audience
2: are full of fucking reprobates. <laughs> like, honestly, I, I appreciate them, I love them. But they're yes. The, the amount of. It's <laughs> probably our fault, we bait them, you know? But we do. Every bait time them. we ask a question, we get some fucking Sonic related answer, and it like, just fucking. It does my tits, in. But yeah, The amount um, of people
0: that wanted to get rid of GTA 5 in the, in the place of like, Witcher know. 3 and, and Breath, Breath, Breath of, of the,
2: the Wild. Mouth. The, the Collector's Edition one got me looking on eBay for Titanfall Collector's Editions. I was like, nope, can't spend that amount of money, but mm, maybe. And I, ha-
0: and I had to Google it. I just didn't understand it when I first saw it, but the the Dying Light one that was posted by by yeah. noted criminal Aaron Bain, um, <laughs> which was the £250,000, like I guess, crowdfunded air thing, I was think we? it was one of these things where they really they do it as a press release, like the fucking million pound version of Saints Row. So mm-hmm. I don't know if I, it ever actually happened, but I hope so. There's things like you can get two pairs of headphones, you can program your face so it's in the game, but they put it on like one of the most horrifying zombie beings I've ever seen. So I'm not sure I want my face on that. Yeah, you, you can get zombie survival parkour lessons. I don't know who I don't know who specializes in that. I'm not sure if I can Google that and find someone. <laughs> In in Scotland, hopefully, it's uh, you can you can get a human-sized volatile figurine to deter human raiders. <clears throat> Love to put that in the house. The wife will be pleased. Sticking out the uh, front window. <laughs> but I'm 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 beating around the bush here. The most important part is custom-built zombie-proof shelter provided by Tiger Log Cabins. When I thought I thought it was like maybe a five meter by five meter wide figure, but I think it's just a real. Shelter. Yeah, it's a right? re- it's a real it's a real shelter,
2: which lends what? credence to the idea that they aren't actually going to do this because I'm pretty sure that would cost more than like 250 grand. But yeah, they, who the they, fuck does this? They they do this kind of thing like all the time where they they just fucking like well they, it used to happen more. It's kind of in the the games industry of old where they did this central collector's edition where it was like it's a million dollars but you get like a fucking Lamborghini and a fucking week in the Burj Khalifa and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I really used to like collectors editions, especially when I used to go to a wee independent game shop all the time that would break and bar- that would break street date for me every single time. Shout out Game Center, Gone But Not Forgotten, you fucking legends. <laughs> um, um it was like for folk in the Glasgow area that remember G Force, who would fucking who would who'd been breaking fucking street dates since time immemorial, that the the idea that they weren't fucking shut down or like cut off by distributors was unbelievable. I got Assassin's Creed Unity there three weeks before it came out. I don't even know how they had it at that point. Um, fucking by uh, Game Center would would always fucking break street dates for me, good lads. And as and honestly, they probably did it because I fucking paid the salaries with them and a shitty collector's editions I bought. But it's not like I liked when a collector's edition came with something I could use. Like the infamous one came with a bag that was quite good, like an actual usable bag. But there was a real eater there, but it was just like statue, 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 statue. But
0: you're you're the tat collector. A couple of years. No, I know. But I've, I'm,
2: I'm in. I'm in tat of a higher fucking persuasion. Right. Let me look around me right now and see if there's any collector's edition shite on He's my... He's the tat man. So I have the <laughs> I have the Fallout Four. Pet boy which was a good that's a that's a that's an old timer that's a uh, great clip to do. i have the persona five royal uh joker mask because that actually like wasn't that expensive it was only like 30 pound more than the actual fucking jordan game. is
0: going to become the joker <laughs>
2: um is that it no i've got a batman statue
0: for the arkham city collector's oh, edition very nice which was which well, was actually quite nice well danny you watching fucking game you've got you must be absolutely flooded with with supposed yeah, to collect editions
1: I, I didn't really buy them I've got a couple of halo ones um but I, I wasn't massively into it but I remember especially that period I was there in like 2013 2014 and the the storerooms and the back rooms were just filled with tats like, unpurchased <laughs> and unloved video game shites. Um, overload.co.uk we'd
2: get, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd get right. stuff
1: in like i i picked up the the legendary um the, the Halo Reach legendary statue which retailed for like 150 quid and I picked it up for a tenner somewhere. Nice. Um, and I've got Legend. that somewhere. I've got the Halo a, a 5. game fire
2: sale is the reason I have the Overwatch collector's edition because they were just selling them for like fucking like 20
0: pound and there's like yeah, the statue's yeah. worth more than that so I just grabbed yeah, it. Yeah I, I did the same like I didn't I wanted, I did, uh, I wanted the Dishonored 2 collector's edition but I didn't want to Pay that much, so I just found the 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 one thing I wanted from it, which was the Corvo's mask on eBay, and I just got it for dead cheap. So,
1: is there a game it. that you love that you would like a collector's item for, and what would you want the item to be?
0: Super hot. Okay. Hell, hell yeah, super hot. I don't know what it would be. Like a diorama it. or
2: something that'd be quite cool. That would be cool. A, yeah. a diorama
0: yeah. of a scene. Um, yeah, that would be cool.
2: I would like. I don't know. Like, I I, I almost bought the Last of Us Part Two Collector's Edition because the Ellie statue was really nice but mm. and there, so there's there's really nice blood like bloodborne and persona figure art figures but they go into like the fucking hundreds of pounds i'm more into the idea of spending like a lot of money on a post-release thing rather than a collector's edition also if you buy a collector's edition and it's fucking and the game's fucking shite what are you gonna do what about all those people that are like pure anti-cyberpunk and bought the collector's edition and that what are they might do like, that's still f- like I think the aesthetic of Cyberpunk is still a cool thing to have, I guess. But yeah, yeah, rough, but I, I, I'm more into the idea of a collector's edition coming out like a year after the game comes out. Like I wish someone would yes. try that. I think
0: that would, be, yeah, that would be better. Like, like you don't get the game, but you just get cool things attached to it. But, yeah, um, I guess people want they, they want the money pre-ordered because money. Speaking of Cyberpunk, I think about the um, so they they
2: handed out statues for people that saw it at like Gamescom and stuff like that, like the press that saw it, and those statues were going for like hundreds and hundreds of pounds. I wonder if those people regret that. paying that for a friend of the uh, friend of the 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 website uh, Hamish Black aka Writing on Games uh, saw Cyberpunk at Gamescom and he got one of those statues and instead of selling it for the hundreds of pounds he just gave it to his uh, pal or his partner at the time or something like that and then when I told him how much it was worth he was just like Eh. I I was like, that's, a fucking, that's a fucking huge move I would have I would have been selling that shit while I was in the demo I'd have fucking eBay <laughs> up on my phone <laughs> But like okay you, k- you keep talking over this fake demo I've got fucking P to make here yeah you've just, you just got the scalping mindset you know Yeah, that's why I'm sitting next to myself this sound is me shuffling Pokemon cards poorly the
1: non-stop hustle, hustle now
2: they're worth nothing because I've got big fucking creases in them <laughs> would you like yeah. some questions from the Pats Yes, Go on, please, then. love the pats. God, Big my throat is sore. I should probably drink something other than just Monster. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like, um, like, like what, Well, The human equivalent of Balan, Aaron Bain writes in with uh, <laughs> Where's the Balan's World giveaway at? Um... I will uh, watch this space. We're going to do a big thing with Square Enix. I'm getting sent the collector's edition of Balon's Wonderland, <laughs> uh, Wonder World, which is a 15 foot statue of him. Um, so <laughs> like one of those big skeletons you saw in America for a while. It's just that, but it's Balon. <laughs> yeah,
1: its eyes that. follow you around the room.
2: They're
0: yellow, by the way, in case you didn't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Elderly Goose, what video game do you want there to be a cookbook for? And the first thing I thought of because I played a wee hour of it on my uh, on my PC the other night. The fruit in Dishonored 2 looks amazing. So I, would, I wouldn't I would like a cookbook, I just want the fruit from Dishonored 2. What do you guys think? I don't, even, I don't even remember the fruit in Dishonored fru- 2. It looks so nice. Resident Evil's food, the Resident Evil 2 burger for the start of that, oh my fucking god. You know that burger I put in the group chat the other day that that, that we had, that big fucking box of opulence? They looked yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah,
0: that, that looked wild. Cookbook based um, on a game you two? Honestly, I can't think of much food that's in games. I feel like mainly because it, a lot of games can't render food to look very nice. Like a lot of food looks quite gross or yeah. is 2D. See, that's uh, why
2: Resident Evil stands out because the food looks so fucking
0: nice, pure lovingly made. I, 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 you know, what? give me a, give me like a. Try to <laughs> imagine like how you can make Minecraft fucking horrendous like <laughs> slabs of meat into into a cookbook. Like imagine that. Just give yourself fucking botulism. It's like a, it's like a mushroom stew. There's a suspicious stew. I'd, I'd eat that. Suspicious, <laughs> suspicious stew. You make it stew. with like flowers, and it, it can potentially kill you if you, if you, if you have it. Match for that. I want, I want that as a recipe. It's like, do why it's suspicious? You do not want to know, <laughs>
2: Danny.
1: I, ugh, ugh, I hate to say it, but I think a Breath of the Wild one would be cool if there isn't one already. Yeah, but I was also, that. Um, that is true. It wouldn't be a very long book. Cause I think there's like ten food in the entire game. But I would take a little, a little pamphlet. Um, on food in sleeping dogs, because I don't oh. think I've ever seen it. But I can, I, I always just think about like the street food and like when you're walking around the streets and like a guy will shout at you, like you look like you could use a pork yeah. bun. And then I go, oh god, I could fucking murder a pork, a pork bun. bun. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like in
1: real life, maybe if I went to my. Sleeping Dogs cookbook, I could look at a pog bun recipe, I yeah. don't know, there's not a lot of like food in it. Like street
2: food? Uh, that, that, yeah, yeah Sle- like a... Sleepy dog. Yeah. street food, that's, our pure- uh, that's like the f- the first thing I think of when I think of that game is fucking vaulting over these poor merchant stands, throwing their fucking <laughs> wheels all over the place just because it's a quicker <laughs> way to get places. <laughs> Sleeping Dogs too when? God, Sleeping Dogs is quality. What great game, great game. Um, Florian Wittig, um, and a follow-up to his GTA question. From last week. um, mm-hmm. Do you think that GTA 6 needs to be about American society? The Hausers and Laszlo are gone from Rockstar, so could it morph into something different? And I immediately think if it's not going to be an American satire, don't call it Grand Theft Auto, just call it something else.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, like it. I, I read this question, there's one of the questions actually spotted, um, and it shows sure that all people actually listen to what I, what I say, which is terrifying. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, GTA, if you if you take out the themes and the satire from GTA, is a crime simulator, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think Ameri- the failure of American capitalism and making fun of that is, I think, what GTA is now. And I think getting rid of that would just kind of ruin the fun of GTA. Like, yeah,
2: the lack of that satire is what made all
0: those GTA also runs completely like mm-hmm. Unmemorable. Mm-hmm. I I was I was listening to. Like, when I did the in-game radio piece for GTA, I, I, I listened to a bunch of the, of GTA 3's radio things, and they're all still so fucking funny. Like, yeah. it's just so funny. I, I, I think it, it needs to be just stupid Americans making stupid jokes. Mm. Uh,
1: yeah. Which,
2: I wonder if that, that kind like of the, identity the, crisis is what is delaying whatever comes next. Because obviously Rockstar has I mean, been in pure turmoil since 5 shipped, so...
0: But at the same time, they have, like, the tools and the kit to just make an incredible cityscape that has immense detail and to do whatever the fuck you want in just with the realms of let's there's no rules you're a criminal which i think inherently with with the the skills that these devs have is kind of fun so maybe it could be somewhere else other than america but i think you could maybe expand it to just kind of capitalist cultures in in general or just be a greed and Human stupidity, so maybe there's some like wiggle room there, but it's hard to imagine it without it, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I think they could, uh, there's definitely room for it to be somewhere else as a setting, but I think that Americanism is, is core to it, and I think a lot has happened in the last few years since Five came out that is just ripe for ribbing on in a GCA game. There's going to be a whole Trump thing, and there's there's definitely going to be pandemic things yeah. to nod at and i think so, there's a lot of scope for it to continue to be an american thing but rockstar rockstar do have the resources to to make anything that they kind of want so i just yeah. trust
0: them to do the fucking make the best games ever yeah uh, <laughs> they seem to be very good at it yeah um, they seem to be consistently very very good
2: at it so i trust them ginger jotan asks who would be the absolute worst and who would be the best character to be stuck in a lift with for 30 minutes? The lift can accommodate both you and that
0: character. <laughs> well. <laughs> I love the addition of the lift can accommodate you and that character. I um, would want to be stuck in, in the lift with... If you say who I... If you
1: say. It's coming. <laughs>
0: That's the worst, I think.
2: Yeah, w- well, here's the thing. If you were stuck in a lift with Balin, he would fucking... Touch you up and then the last would <laughs> fall because he's fucking fifteen foot tall, so he probably yeah. weighs a
0: thousand ton. His legs um, would be
1: curled around the walls, and you'd be like in the middle. Ah Well, yeah, staring it's, it's down it,
0: it says in the in the script question can accommodate you in that character. So, shadow one of the colossus Does it just like scale infinitely? Like, I think it does. In this in this case, yes, it does. It does fit. So, yeah, colossi would be fucking legendary. To just hang out with one of yeah. the got chat. Who can fucking phase through walls? Is there a character in games that can phase? Oh, fucking
2: chellwear portal gun, that'll, that'll do.
0: <laughs> just, they're just going z- 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 yeah. like fucking top to bottom while you're just as watching. My, as my skin fucking slowly peels off my skeleton. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who would be the worst. I mean, like, who's just, and who's just the most annoying? Oh, fucking Tails. I'd, like, grab those Tails <laughs> yeah. and smash them against the metal walls. Honestly. <laughs> I'd go insane. Oh, it's that little fly prick. Was in, the t- was in the lift with me. I didn't know I had anything against tails until right now. But just, as I thought about it, like Christ, I'd go insane. I'd he'd hate to be floating and hitting the top.
1: <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> bonk. Um, I don't know. I my my brain went. To, we were thinking about GTA, and I was thinking about how I'd hate to be trapped in a lift with Trevor because he would just like shit on Cousin the floor. Cousin
2: Roman. Oh, I'd be fucking. Uh, he'd be stinking. He'd be yeah, absolutely he, fucking he'd, stinking. He'd
1: piss everywhere. He'd he'd probably try and bum you he'd um it'd be just a horrible climb
0: get bummed in the gob
1: (laughs) yeah
0: yeah i I said cousin roman but i think cousin roman would be quite chill yeah
2: yeah um we have two questions left i'm going to leave writing on games as to the last because i think it's a good discussion point i what game what is a game that you refuse to play (laughs) (laughs) battle of wonder world see that's the thing that's i had i had to think about this because there is not a game that i refuse to play because i've basically tried anything Um, yeah yeah saucy yeah Um.
0: Uh, skyrim fuck it (laughs) just an absolute stance against skyrim i just know i'm not gonna like it i just know i'm not gonna like it and you know what fucking why waste my goddamn time do you know what's a game I've never started despite everyone telling me it's fucking
2: quality? Like, my, my body just can't put the fucking disc in near Automata. I've had a copy oh, yeah, of the sitting same. behind me I'm for fucking three years and I just won't start it for whatever reason. Like,
0: it's, it's never same. the time. It just, like, too abstract and too weeby, you know, even though everyone tells me it's the best thing ever. Yeah. It's like, you know what, I just can't bring myself to do it. I just Every time I see it, it just seems like I'm walking around this weird, endless fucking ob- oblivion of random stuff. Yeah.
2: Every time I see someone talking about how it's not like the best fucking game ever, I, I feel it just been like, you know, every time you say this, it puts me back a year from
0: actually playing <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not anti near automatic, but we're just probably not going to get around to it ever. Okay. Yeah, m- you, are, you, are you anti-games? There's nothing well, we I, would, sure. I wouldn't
1: play because, like, like, Jordan, I will just pick up anything, but there's definitely games that have come out where I've gone, that is just not worth my energy. So, I will not play it. Yeah. There's
0: definitely games that I just a to that you've gone, fuck you, and they're going to play that. <laughs> um... But i can't think of them right now i feel like there's we always, we always say we're gonna i'll do that at some point but we're not gonna fucking do it i'm not gonna play skyrim i, I that's just i i might play the new one if it ever comes out skyrim, I don't think to play skyrim. Bum rim. yeah yes fucking <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was just that was literally just me replacing the word sky with bum it wasn't even that rimming joke but it worked in the end so great that's, that's just why great. i'm the fucking editor-in-chief i'm a genius
1: uh-huh
0: bum rim. Yeah, the editor um, did you need to say bum room again? Bum rim. That, Did you have to nail that one in? Bum room. Fantastic.
2: Um, <laughs> uh, I was just thinking of it when we said the BAFTA stands a, a, for a, fucking bum uh, ass <laughs> fart. For God's fucking sake, man. Titty ass. Oh, funny. Where we are Writing hilarious. on games, professional YouTubist um has entering the nightmare realm of games media affected how you how each of you play think about games what do you think of the notion that people get into this field to get paid to play games first of all the notion that people get fucking paid in this industry is hilarious (laughs) yeah um, but i don't know it certainly there is basically no game that i'll play now that i don't think oh bad content out of this oh am i going to review this oh Uh, oh." yeah um but that's like that's by virtue of the fact that it is my job to be up on every single new video game and um like I don't I don't begrudge that I play far more games now than any person that doesn't do this job could possibly do like I play more games now than I did when I was in fucking high school and had infinite time um mm-hmm. and like I play more genres of games now I'm much more up on fucking like obviously the meme is that I'm the fucking mainstream king but I, like there's I always try it. No, you end play of stuff. Also,
0: so You play fucking everything. Yeah, like get you're, you're relentless. I think it has only
2: increased my kind of. I don't know my appreciation for games really. When you start, we wish when Jordan you start having, a very stop
0: playing games. Yeah, it's made me
2: <laughs> un- unable to write legible English sentences. Like when you start <laughs> having to do this from like a critical eye, especially when you want to do it from a critical perspective that is not the classic kind of like well the graphics are quite good but they could sharpen up the gameplay 6.5 a little bit of everything for everyone Um, it kind of flexes your brain in a way and you notice things that you
0: didn't before like yeah same with movies like I know a lot of people that got into media like their kind of brain is always on when they're watching stuff about like how the framing works and how this works the way that film school
2: ruined fucking films for me to the point where I would not I would refuse to fucking watch a film for about two years afterwards because I was so sick to fucking death of the bastards um, the kind of opposite has happened with games now, where I can always find. It is rare that I can't find something interesting to analyze about a game. Um, and usually when I can't, it's because it's fucking a fire So it's
0: fun in a different mm. way. What about you two? I mean, I'm kind of the reverse because like, like, like me and Danny don't play games famously, where <laughs> games are uh, bad and we don't like to play them. So covering games means that I'm kind of get and overload particularly the, they've like right on game suggested entering the nightmare realm as if like we're kind of doing this now but like overload in particular means that i'm kind of getting up to date with the newer games and i'm trying new games and i'm reviewing games which I didn't really do before but generally it just kind of invites me to try new stuff and also mm. i'm the advantage is i'm less of a reviewer like jordan you, you, you do things to do a lot of reviews i'm more interested in doing kind of in just playing them and having fun but also keeping an eye out for the stuff that i find specifically niche and interesting and doing like can be a feature or video on that part so i don't have to think about the bad stuff like i'm kind of only concentrating on the good stuff which is i think Uh, more healthy for me
1: overload gives you the kind of freedom to do that whereas i guess jordan it's jordan's job to be up on the latest stuff whether he likes it or not um it's doing as a service
0: to prevent us from playing battle wonder world yeah
1: it's it's different for me because i've i've been in games media for like Four years now, um, but I I work in B two B, so um, it's my B2 job B2 to B2 B2 B two B. B two My throat hurts so From B2 much B2. and just <laughs> doing
2: that is Fucking B. My
1: God. <laughs> yeah. So my my stuff is less about reviewing games, but more paying attention to the development and the release and the uh, you know the how cycles of, of games. Yeah, how much how much fucking dollar a, a game generates. <laughs> so like I can write and write about about games and the success of them or the not so success of them and not touch the game itself um if i don't have to i mean it's it's preferable for me to write about stuff that i understand but um there's tons and tons of game releases that i've missed because i don't have to pay attention to the how it affects a consumer really um but i'm like you in the overload has me challenging that a little bit because i'm writing more reviews on the site now and little op-eds and things um but like you, I'm kind of picking and choosing. Um, I'm I'm picking the stuff that is relevant to my experiences, and I'm not just covering stuff because it's good for SEO or it's mm-hmm. needed because of traffic or whatever. Like Jordan mm-hmm. might um, in his actual real grown up job. So it's yeah, it's an interesting one for us, I think.
0: One thing I will mention that the last the last in the question is mentioning about getting paid to play games, but often playing the actual games can often be the most stressful part of any kind of games coverage especially like review and embargo as i mean as jordan has like pretty often i've co- documented about the kind of next gen area and that kind of part of the year when you just have like you have like a, a night to cram out an entire game and write a review on it which yeah, is it's, not it's, it's, very
2: fun it's not it's fucking it's 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 all consuming like the example i'm always going to use is the fucking situation with assassin's creed last year when they The people that were getting Assassin's Creed almost, a lot of them had both the new consoles, so they had to fly through this game that's a fucking, like, the new Assassin's Creed games are far too fucking long, that's a conversation for a different day, but they're just absolutely fucking endless, Um, and they gave us basically a week before embargo, and it was like, well, I need to drop everything and play fucking 12 hours of this game every single day, and it got to the point where I was, like, DMing fucking peers, being like, what? How? How are we? How the fuck are we meant to do this? And they're like, "I yeah. same." We've we've had to fucking give it to the person and fucking send them home for the well. Obviously, we're already all home, but just like clear the calendar completely to play it. Like the obviously the review process is like one of the last things thought about in the in any kind of release cycle. So it's not as simple as being like, "Well, they should push push the release back a wee bit to give reviewers more time." But there is there are ways to do it. Like my good example is always Last of Us Part Two. Had it fucking six weeks before the embargo. Like that's, and that mm-hmm. that game is nowhere near it. That game's like twenty hours long or whatever. I got to finish that game and then just fucking sit on my thoughts for a couple of days and
0: write a much better review because of it. Like it's yeah, um, and that was a game that was leaked like fucking months beforehand. Yeah, it's not like it's not like giving it to reviewers six weeks before like was bad for the game. You know. Yeah. Also, like
2: if 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 reviewers leak shit, it always gets traced back. Like. They can the the I'm I'm pretty sure I've heard that folk in PR can see exactly who redeemed like what codes, at least from like a fucking regional perspective. Oh, but so I, I meant like
0: leaking like information like and like before embargo and things like that.
2: Um Yeah, but like yeah and pre embargo leaks really only ever happen when people fuck up time zones. Like life is that new no, Life yeah, is Strange yeah. got announced an hour early because of the fucking time difference, but yeah. Um <laughs> it's games media is not fucking about all day playing games for as long as you want and then thinking about writing a review it is often an absolute
0: fucking sprint to get it done which I is i think sad. the entertainment of games is is shadowing the fact that it's simply like when you're trying to review it you're trying to complete a task in a certain amount of time yeah and if you have a certain amount of time and you have uh, people's lives you're considered funny you have to think these are workers these are people with you know a contract often or if they're freelancers they have like a timeline a deadline and those should be respected as much as any other job in the world braver than the troops
2: um, <laughs> God. speaking of would you two like to play the most dangerous game in radio
0: yeah sure it's yeah. the
2: name of the game um, I will read out clues alluding to a video game after each clue both Danny and Harry get one guess they have to say stop to register said guess if they guess incorrectly um, they cannot guess again until the next clue. Are you ready? Danny is currently in the lead by I think one point.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, last week's was um, the Order eighteen eighty six. Oh yeah, it's two two. It's two two last one.
0: Week not the Order last week was not the Order eighty six. Last week was recormy. Oh, last week and Re-cor. I was raging. <laughs> oh, yeah, great <laughs> it game. Was fuming, Great
2: game. This game was released on the twenty sixth of August, twenty fifteen.
0: <sighs> Oh, Christ. Oh, Fuck me. Like Do a like game. Every, we- <laughs> from- every week, I feel like I know what ha- what came out, what year, and then you say the year, and every time I'm like, oh, Christ. I- but not, except that one. It's 2015 <laughs> no,
1: it's- or 2016, and no in-between. Pick it's another true. year.
0: No, I like this. He's picking, I He's be- games. every
1: fucking round, apart from the Simpsons one, has been like a year where I didn't buy games. I'm just at a constant disadvantage.
0: You're, you're ahead, are- mate. Eat my ass! Wanker! bum me! Yeah. <laughs> Get bum <bum-ridden> me!
1: <laughs> Can you tell us the date again? Because I was too busy getting angry the about the year.
0: 26th <laughs> of August 2015. What, oh, okay. what game comes out in August? Fucking wankers. Um, oh, I literally couldn't even name your fucking game. I'm only thinking of 2016 games. I know a lot of 2016 games, but not a huge amount of 2015 games. Yeah, no
1: couple um,
0: came out. I got nothing okay oh, let's, let's have a
1: go let's have a go stop uh-huh was it until dawn
0: don't do this to me that's the name of the game <laughs>
1: No, you're fucking kidding me
0: you're fucking kidding me. i know me. that
1: came out in 2015 because i played it with my housemates the one and
0: the one game that came out that year we developed took the PlayStation by supermassive <laughs> games 1789
2: on metacritic an interactive drama At its best, Blank is a gleefully cheesy homage to horror movies set in a world built by a developer that clearly adores the genre, although its thrills are tempered by a lack of story cohesion, its robust choice and consequence system, and a keen eye on horror's most ridiculous tropes makes Blank ultimately worth playing. (laughs) Another rigged <laughs> fucking week. My ex week.
1: played it. My ex bought it, and we didn't want to play it because, like, we're we were like little bitches with horror games. So we made our housemate play it. We took the PlayStation downstairs, and there was like four of us all sat around this little TV, just playing until dawn, like for an entire night. And That's the only I reason I know maybe, it came out.
0: I thought maybe like, oh, maybe 2015 was quite a quiet year. I googled 2015 games just now when when I found it was. Holy shit! There are so many fucking generation-defining games that came out that year, and it yeah. was the one fucking game
2: well that's the thing I wasn't going to do fucking metal gear 5 was it King oh i know Dai, but I that just, was that's fucking. The, that's the
0: one fucking pick
1: that was disgusting that was yeah, absolutely that's fucking
2: great stuff that's a fucking three-pointer for the halfway line you'll love to see it get it i'll be high I'm, a, a... The... I'm an impartial judge but get it i'll be that's fucking amazing
0: <laughs> that's the end of the podcast everybody <laughs> come back next week for more thrilling gameplay how much time do you spend gathering those fucking clues, Jordan? Only for Danny to fucking, <laughs> oh the, fucking Kobe the, it.
2: Yeah, it's, no, it's always, <laughs> it's, it's always you say, right, you're ready to record and I go, oh fuck, and then quickly Google like 2015 in video games and pick a random game.
1: <laughs> that was,
2: fantastic. that was
1: me getting raggy that I didn't have any points and that we were picking games from a time that I didn't play any games. And then you're like, you oh, picked the got, one I'm game. oh, i fucking, this
0: does such a disadvantage. I've not played any games. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Is it this one? <laughs> Wanker. Uh,
2: harry can you cope, please, son?
0: <laughs> oh, I love when the cope comes back to me. I love when I am the one that has to cope. And I must. Fucking it is my requirement. Cabana
2: over here fucking end the podcast.
0: <laughs> I lo- as long as it doesn't go to Jordan, that's fine. I'm happy Danny getting a point, but the Jordan points can eat, eat my dick. Let's uh, go. Great. Congratulations, Danny. Thank you very much to the patrons for sending in some more questions. Thank you, to the patrons, for giving us our usual money. I actually, uh, for some reason I've been logged out of our Patreon. I don't know why, so I might need someone else to read out the patron names this week.
2: Oh yeah, I can do that.
0: I uh, apparently I've just been blocked from our own Patreon page, so deserved.
1: You can be the one to peace. call them legends this week.
2: Uh, our forward. lovely patrons at the insider tier or above. Michael Sanderson. Legend. Legend. Drazen Yankovic Legend. Legend. Alex Winton. Legend. Legend. Amy. Legend. Legend. Harmelodic.
1: Legend. Nerdwood. Legend. Legend.
2: Legend. Legend. Aaron Bain.
1: Legend.
2: Adam <laughs> lebinati Roche. Legend. Legend. Becky Hamilton.
1: Legend. Legend.
2: Carol Mitchell.
1: Legend. Double Carol, Carol
2: Mitchell. Thanks for birthing me, by the way. <laughs> Elderly birth. Legend. Legend. Ginger Yotan.
1: Legend. Legend. Greg. Legend.
0: Legend. Hughes
1: legend oh,
0: big legend and sean mccluskey
1: legend. Huge, love
0: ending with sean mccluskey last but not least sean some would say last but most good lad uh, you said it not me you said <laughs> it not me right I, i've been hearing the same thing around the social medias but you yeah. know what the social medias are you fucking 70 years old i've been on the twitter twatting <laughs> twatting having a twat get fucking twatted mate I did get to it today. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow the feeds and make sure to rate us on Apple if you're on Apple Podcasts, that kind of thing. That helps us a lot. Share the podcast if you liked it. And come back next week for more. You can follow us on Twitter at Overload UK. We're always trying to get social media attention, so we appreciate it. You can follow me at Harry's Late. I'm very excited to pass it to Danny for her new social media tag. You can follow me at Jordan Medler
1: you can follow me on twitter.com me Danielle partis you can follow me on twitter at daniel partis let's hey. go also
0: congratulations danny for getting a new job at gamesindustry.biz I she, am... she's leaving the podcast unfortunately uh, she's been sacked <laughs>
1: yeah math math yeah I'm, I'm the new news editor at gamesindustry.biz uh, i'll be starting there in mid-april and you can yeah
0: we can, we can finally reveal you you've not left your job to work at overlook <laughs> yeah. full time, you've actually left a, a different job. So
1: many people thought that and I was like, I'm not gonna correct them. I'm just gonna let them presume that I'm earning a salary from this nonsense.
2: Do you think you'll get sacked for the whole bum rim incident? That is true. Um,
0: that is true. Bum rim gate.
1: I don't I don't remember <laughs> I, I don't remember the situation. I don't actually think That's that I was a part title. of Bumrim Gate. Rim
0: gate. Hashtag bum rim gate. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I'm ending the fucking podcast. Get a loss. (laughs) Go refund your Balan Wonderland Wonderworld tickets. I can!
2: Bum run. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye.
0: Bum run. We'll need some spit for that one.
2: Bum run.
1: Stop!